To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Your first edition for everything global and local. It's Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, Newstalk ZB. 14 past five. Well, our holiday drowning figures over summer were the worst in 40 years. Now we've got data from the Beach and Coastal Safety Report showing 30% of New Zealanders can't swim or float in the ocean for more than a few minutes. Well, with us now is swim coach Mark Bone from Swimtastic. Morning to you. Good morning. How are you? This was, I'm good, but this was a horrific summer for drownings. What, what can we put that down to? Lack of education. Probably the definitely the lockdown and the fantastic weather that we've had. So people came out of lockdown. They haven't had, and in our case, swim lessons for so long. Um, and I think that as a result of it, the education of that. So we've, I think we're going to have a generation of kids that cannot swim well. That's only kids. And then you take the adults and they're wanting to get out. They wanted to break out of the lockdown and they went to the beaches and their drones and just didn't realise just how dangerous they are. When is the best age to swim? Because, you know, is it the lack of pools and community pools being closed a lot last year? I mean, does that play a part? 100% it plays a part when they were closed completely without having any swim lessons. And you got to remember, you know, and I'm only preaching for our industry, but in Australia they carried on with swim lessons right through, in many cases, with the lockdown because COVID isn't active in chlorinated water. And that's why I didn't understand why we closed swimming pools when it does create such a, a you know, big advantage for the community when we have swimming pools open for the likes of lap swimming, health and wellbeing, and also for learning to swim. But it's horrendous the way that it has gone this year. And the lack of funding in it as well through schools, which is a, a tragic thing. This report shows three in ten of us would struggle to stay afloat in the water for more than a few minutes. I mean, how do we improve that and get that number down? Well, Kate, look, quite honestly, I believe that unless you can swim 800 metres, and people will be frightened when they hear that sort of distance, unless you can swim 800 metres, you shouldn't go into the ocean because you're not safe. 800 metres means that you can go with a rip, be taken out, and then be comfortable and then to be able to bring yourself back ashore. So you need to be able to be a good enough swimmer to do that. So we've got drowning statistics where people are trying to rescue other people and they're not competent enough to do that. So consequently, Consequently, they get into trouble as well, and it's just a cycle. But, you know, when you've got a a situation where the Minister of um, COVID Response is also the Minister of Education, and there's no addressing of this in the education system, then I think that you've got a, a, a scenario which is not a good scenario whatsoever. I mean, I think Chris Hipkins would rather keep it around, around it and all of the narrative about COVID and not put money into education and what should be happening in the education front. Yeah, it's a very good point, Mark. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Mark Bone, um, of course, uh, ex-national coach, swim coach, and uh, joining us um, at Swimtastic at the moment, uh, making very valid points uh, indeed.